Hey everyone, welcome to the Backyard Table Podcast. On today's episode, my friend Joyzy will be joining us. Joyzy is a career and mindset coach and she helps individuals transition into a career that they love. Today we'll be discussing the many crossroads that we can face when we're trying to discover what our purpose is, trying to find a job that we love, and what are some of the things that we can do to overcome those crossroads. I hope you guys enjoy today's episode. Hey Joyzy. Hey, Karina. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Um, I feel like this is going to be a good one. Definitely a topic that a lot of people can relate to. I know. I'm really excited to be here and like just share my knowledge with the world, you know? (laughs) I'm excited because I think, well, we're going to be going into careers and that's something that a lot of people tend to feel stuck with sometimes when you're not pursuing the thing you want to do or you feel stuck in like whatever industry you're in right now because you've been doing it for x number of years oh totally totally so preface for anyone that doesn't know me um my name is joycey i go by coach joycey on all the social medias i'm a career transition coach and i help people make more money doing what they love in 90 days or less depending on how that person is but Basically, my my whole passion and the reason why I do everything is because I was that person that didn't have really a direction as to where I want to go. I did so mm-hmm. many things. <laughs> and like Karina, you probably know this, but I was yeah. a makeup artist. I was um, I went to school for chemical biosciences. Regret. Don't ever don't ever do that. Wow. <laughs> And then I went to I was digital marketing. I was in sales. I had my own businesses like three or four times, then I was a recruiter and I was doing all these things and I could never find that thing that kind of clicked. And I was like, what the hell is missing? Like, what is going on right now? Like, it just feels (laughs) kind of weird. So um, that's kind of the reason why I do what I do, because once I figured out how to channel in like the the entire experience of, okay, figure out what I want to do, doing that, and then doing the actionable steps to get there, it's just been smooth sailing from there. So what made you recognize that those things weren't for you? Because sometimes we can, I think we can maybe start to have like an idea that, okay, this is not really panning out or I'm not enjoying this as much as I thought I would, but then sometimes we just stick with it. So like what gave you the push to like to try those different things even? I think I hit a point in like each of my careers that I was like, I don't feel good here. So the first telltale sign was when I came home and all I did was complain. I complained to my spouse and I was like, oh, I hate this person. I hate what I'm doing. I don't really like this. And it just kept building and building. Right. And after that, it was it was more so like, okay, like I'm just kind of doing the motions. I'm not really trying. I don't really feel like I'm connected to the work. I don't really give a shit. And once I got to that point where I was like, I hate it. I don't give a shit. Then I was like, okay, I need a change because I don't want to live the rest of my life like this. Wow. That's uh, <laughs> it, it feels heavy in the moment, I think, like when you're kind of going through that. Oh, 100%. Honestly, like when especially when you're in like a job, because your job is like so much of your life, right? That's yeah. like, like eight hours of your day, like 40 hours a week, sometimes more for some people. And yeah. it's like, if you're not at a place that you actually like, it just bogs you down. You just feel like crap no matter what. <laughs> And it kind of, it translates to other parts of your life too, which is so weird. You don't think it does. 
but it'll like, you know, translate into like something happening with your friendships or, you know, your family or your home life and just your personal life and your like self-care in general. So jobs are super, super important, especially because again, you spend so much time there. Oh, hundred percent. I think you can tell because like, I feel like when you don't like it or you're starting to get overwhelmed or burnt out, you're getting very ir- irritable in other areas and like you have less motivation to do things. I know at least like in my case um with old jobs I've I used to kind of dread having to work the next day so I wouldn't enjoy my evening or I wouldn't enjoy like a whole I would literally just spend the entire Sunday dreading going to work on Monday and like you lose a day of your weekend yeah oh my god I could I completely relate to you because honestly that's kind of like that's where a lot of people are right it's just like okay cool it's Friday and then Saturday happens and then Sunday happens and you're like oh well shit like I gotta go to work tomorrow and it's just like preparing for that is so exhausting in itself a hundred percent and I mean I even worked with you still working with you (laughs) (laughs) but um you've definitely shown me a lot in terms of what recruiters might be looking for or hiring managers and so on and they're all things that I wouldn't necessarily think of at first, you know, like having certain key points on your resume or even like prepping your LinkedIn and how to make it stand out. And I think, like I said, those were the, it wasn't things that I would initially have thought of. I was just like, okay, make sure I, I explain this, this and that in, you know, the job descriptions and all that. And I kept it very basic. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Honestly, that's kind of like my like superpower, I would say from being a recruiter for so long. And then I've been doing that this for so such a long time, like five plus years, even just recruiting and then career coaching on and off. And just knowing the nuances of things when I was a recruiter, I was like, when I saw the people that had actually put in time into creating like their personal branding, like their resume, their LinkedIn, and that all looks really good. It was like, wow, that person actually seems really good right even even if other people had better qualifications if this person sounded better and they presented themselves a different way completely changes everything and then again being on the recruiter side of things we see so many people we don't have time to go through everyone and be like okay well this person is perfect because of this well this one's okay no we have like seven seconds to review everything right just gotta click okay that one's good no that one's not and then just keep going on to it so once you know how to stand out in that sense in that first like seven seconds and again it's so important because everything is online nowadays right once you're able to do that then it just it's just so so much easier to get you to get like more interviews and honestly it just it just makes everything so much easier for literally everybody involved it does it does and so when you're doing the career coaching are you focusing more on the prep so how like are you also doing like interview prep and all these things oh yeah we do that we do the whole shebang so I would say my version of career coaching is very transformative so in the beginning of the coaching we work a lot on mindset and it's kind of like the foundation of everything right so if you Mm -hmm. if you don't have a strong mindset and you're going into a job search and you're like thinking about you know you have those like thoughts in your head like oh I don't know if I should get this job I don't know if I'm good enough. I don't think yeah. I'll like this because X, Y, Z. And you'll just kind of like set yourself down, right? And you won't be able to take the action. So fix that first. And then we do the actionable steps. I use my 
it's called the authentic authority system right now. Ooh. Yeah, which is super cool. I rebranded recently to that. But <laughs> um, basically, that's where you work on your personal branding. So you work on your resume, LinkedIn, cover letter. And then after that, that also translates into your interview and everything. So we do the whole shebang. And we talk about salary negotiations. And on top of that, just staying confident, staying positive throughout the entire thing. Because the moment that you dip down and you're like, oh, I can't do this. This sucks. I'm not made for this. Someone else is going to be better for this. Yeah. You're not going to get the results that you want. And you're not ultimately going to get the job you want because you're not, you're not really like vibrating at a frequency that that job wants, if that makes right. sense. You're, you're not like a match for them you're operating out of lack or fear and exactly you know, yeah. yeah and like for through all of my work with uh, of course you know with pageants and with all of my personal development work I like to channel all that in because that stuff is so important people don't realize that you know you mm -hmm. can do all the actionable things but if you don't have your mindset right then it's like you're just throwing bricks at a wall nothing's happening yeah yeah 100 percent yeah I think that so are you also going into a bit of how to work with your energy or your mindset and like coaching on that also yes yeah that's like I would say that is sprinkled in throughout the entire program but it's okay. a big chunk of the beginning too like we do that first of all in the beginning just to make sure that again we have a good foundation because you don't want to go into things and you're like you're doing all the things but somehow it's not working you get discouraged and you don't want to do it so yeah crafting that like mindset and having the right energy to things that's going to completely change everything no matter what you say like I always say it doesn't matter what you say it doesn't matter what you write how perfect your resume is how perfect mm. you say the question it does not matter right all that matters is that you have the right energy to it you're confident you feel yeah. good and honestly you just feel like it, it just feels right you feel like yourself that's that's the best energy you want to bring to like any job search and just like interviews and getting the job and working at the job all all that stuff just being authentically you that's the biggest thing yeah and I think also like when people are searching for jobs you know once they've decided okay let me just see what's out there or you know I'm not enjoying this anymore and you're looking I think people often doubt their doubt themselves like oh like you were saying you know mm -hmm. this can I even accomplish all these tasks or you know am I capable of doing the job to earn this salary or yeah. do I meet the requirements? Because sometimes we, I like even myself, when I was looking for a job, you're looking at, you know, what their requirements are, what they're asking right. for. You might not have all of them. And it can get discouraging because you might think like, okay, well, if I'm in this position, I can learn on the job. I can definitely get there. But who's going to give me the chance? Mm, yeah. Oh, I totally hear you on that. What I always tell people is that if you have 60 or 70% of those requirements, just apply anyways. It's not going to hurt. And, you know, like half the time that those requirements aren't set in stone. They're just like metrics that people are putting in just to see and weed out certain people. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's, again, all based, based off of how you present yourself. And it's all based on the energy that you're putting into your resume and your personal right. branding and everything, right? So take the chance and <laughs> like no matter if it looks like something that is like super out of reach and right. you'll you'll be surprised how many like interviews you'll get or job offers and all that stuff just based on the fact that you actually tried to do it okay that's, yeah 
I mean, it sounds, you know, law of attraction. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot easier said than done yeah. too, right? Because like, you'll look at it and you'll be like, oh, I don't know. I don't have a bachelor's in this. I don't mm. have like six years of training in this. I don't have this one certification. And you just look at it and you're like, okay, what are the things that I don't have, right? So like you said, law of attraction, you're looking at the lack. You're looking at the things that that are missing. When you're not looking at the things that you do have, like maybe you're really detail-oriented or you're really good with working people or, you know, maybe you've had a certain um, certain something that you've worked with or a certain program or whatnot, right? And you're reading between the lines of the things that you don't have when you should be focusing on the things that you do have. Yeah, Once you do that, great mindset shift (laughs) right and it just makes it a lot easier for you right obviously like you don't want to like if if you've always been a laborer your entire life and you want to be like a c-level person in a direct level company like we gotta we gotta work up to there baby you can't get from like the very bottom to the top right but reasonably taking risks and taking steps forward even in even just like lateral steps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is going to completely change everything. And you'll be surprised like what like senior level or mid-level or whatever executive level position you can get just by trying. Yeah, that's true. Because I, I think also, you know, oftentimes we are looking at those requirements and we're just, even me, like I can admit that I, I would never think like, oh, I have X, Y, Z. I'm always focusing on what's not there, like what I exactly. don't have. And I think that's the automatic thought process that most people have mm-hmm. when we're looking for jobs and yeah I think it, it would be a good idea to just look at hey I do have all these other things and so just like you said 60 to 70 percent give it a shot right and like what's the worst that can happen they're not going to see your resume and you're just going to be put on the bottom nothing's going to change right if you do right, right? but that one chance that it does change why are you missing out on that opportunity why are you not letting yourself have that opportunity when you could be the perfect person for that job right so more of the story don't hold yourself back just because of the fact that you think you can't do it you'll be surprised how much you can do once you just do it do the damn thing (laughs) yeah exactly right i mean it's better it's the same thing with like trying anything right it's better have tried and like you know if it doesn't work at least you tried but if you don't try at all then you'll it's it's 100% not going to work for you, you know? Right. And I feel like all of us are scared of failure, right? We're scared of yeah. doing something and messing up or screwing up our life. And really, it's not, it's not that deep, you know? Like, it doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't really, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what you do. If you're going to become an artist or if you're going to go into an office or whatever you do at that point, it doesn't really matter what happens, right? And every, I would, I always say that every failure or every failure, quote unquote, um, but everything that you do wrong is just a mister like a a misdirection or a redirection actually into right. the space you're supposed to be in, right? So every time that you change careers or every time that you do something different, that's just bringing you to where you should be, and that's all that matters, right? I've done like how many careers in the span of like what my like ten or fifteen year like work life in general, and without me doing every single thing that I was doing, I was a server at one point, and then I was a manager, and then I owned my my own restaurant and then I went back to school like it was all over the place but if I didn't do all that I wouldn't be here where I am now in living my like my purpose and living a career that I actually like and without doing that again you're robbing yourself of the true happiness you can get in your life right and I I think also maybe we get stuck on the idea that you know once you get into something that's what you have to do for the rest of your life but you change as a person, like we're constantly growing, we're constantly evolving. So 
it's very likely that what you once wanted to do is no longer what you want to do. Yes, exactly. Oh, I love that. Yeah, some people are stuck on that, especially, you know what, like the worst thing is when you spend years on a degree. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I got to stick with this because I've done all this, even, even though you don't even feel really aligned to it, even though like maybe in school, you were fine, but you're on the work field now. And you're like, no, I don't really like this. But you're sticking with it anyways, right? Yeah. Like, why do you want to live a mediocre life where things just feel less? right like I always ask people that like you you don't really want to have that right if you do all all power to you but you know at the same time a lot of us want more and we want to feel more fulfilled right so by taking like leaps into things that are different or even just being able to see things a little bit differently that's going to completely shift everything so what about so let's just say someone is in that case where you know they're looking at like okay I spent X number of years in school studying to get this degree in this particular field of study and I have a job in that area and they're kind of not they don't know what they want to do but they know that it's not actually in that same field oh I love this but not wanting to go back to school and do another degree (laughs) that's you know that I think as we do you know, as we do get older, not everyone wants to go back to school. And that's okay. Some people are completely fine with it. And they do it and power to them. But there's also people that are like, okay, I I don't want to go back to university and pursue another degree. Exactly. So I love this question, because I find that a lot of people are like this, where it's like, um, for what, what I've found, and I am a very, very proud college dropout, multiple colleges I've dropped <laughs> out of. Um, and I'm still able to earn as much as people that have been in college for six plus years, which is okay. crazy to me. It's yeah. just, again, positioning what you do. But when it comes to that, where you feel like kind of disconnected, the first thing that you want to do is make a list of everything, like pros, cons, and like kind of like almost like a Venn diagram of like things that you like about your job with, or things that you don't of your industry or whatever, whatever that be, right? And when you're looking at that, if you have a ton more in the pros, or sorry, a ton more in the cons than the pros, then that's kind of when you're going to have to shift it, right? So when the first thing I always think about when you're thinking about a new career is figuring out what you want right so make a dream list of like all these things you want like do you want a office near a window or do you want to have um, a work-life balance where you're at home do you want to travel all the time right do you want to be wearing a uniform do you want to be wearing high heels every day right like just being really clear as to what you want and then finding a career finding a position that is similar to that that will kind of encompass that right and also being open to it that that's the biggest thing and so just how like, how big are we going with the things that we want on that list? Oh, go go as big as you want, right? Like have right. like a, a huge ass list, right? Like whatever your desires are, have a list on there, right? And honestly, like just just think about what what you want in general. When you when you say that, what does it encompass, right? How much money do you want to make? What do you want to wear? What do you want to do? What do you like doing? What tasks do you like doing, right? Making a giant list of that to kind of just narrow things down and get you in again in that right headspace to like almost kind of manifest that into your world right and have that like perfect position that will open up for you so that's one thing right so you figure out what you want and then after that you kind of look laterally as to for your degree what what can you take from there to go to a different industry right Right. what what can you connect to it right for 
like for you, for example, right? You're a portfolio analyst, but you can also go into business. It's really easy for you to do that, right? If you were right. to be an um, administrative assistant or if you were going to the office in general, anything financial you can do, right? So there's a lot of lateral moves you can make, right? So you exactly. can always look at that or you can go do what I do um, with a lot of my clients is you just think really big as to like what you want to do. Like what is your purpose in life, right? What do you really like doing, right? For me, it's talking to people and inspiring people. And that's why I'm a coach, right? It works out. Exactly. But um, for some other people, it's like, you know, they really like being detail oriented, right? For my partner, he's very creative. So he likes to draw a lot. So thinking about things that light you up and give you that like little, like little spark when you do it, that's kind of where you want to go. So looking at jobs that are within that realm, that's going to, that's going to really help you find that purpose. And then be able to like step away from the fear of actually not using your degree because again that degree was a tool that you used to get to where you are now regardless or not if you use it regardless or not of anything everything is transferable every single thing that you've done in your past is transferable whether you think it is or not like I've been in so many industries and I brought to every single job and that's made me such a dynamic person in in the company because of the fact that I've had all these different experiences right so Framing it like that, saying that, okay, well, this, this served me for this. Do I want to go forward with it? Yes or no. And where can I go next? That's, that's yeah. kind of the trajectory. And I think we tend to downplay certain skills that we have learned through those jobs because then it's maybe it's like, oh, if it's not a certificate or if it's not an extra, you know, abbreviation after your name on your signature, then you're like, okay, well, it doesn't count, but it, it does. You, you gain skills and I think just learning how to work with other people, how to communicate properly, your leadership skills, you know, those are major key points, right? I would think. Yeah, even just like anything, right? Like yeah. people don't like, there's a, there's a lot of things that happen in our society recently that it's it's kind of like all of us as a whole, we look at the things that we do and we don't think that they're anything insane, right? We don't, we don't think that they're like, they're just like, whatever, it's just regular, right? But to the, right. Uh, to another person, that could be something so crazy different, right? Like for me to be recruiting like 200 plus people, it was in a couple of months. Some people are like, holy shit, that's awesome. But, but for me, I'm like, well, that's normal for me. So yeah. being able to gas yourself up on, on your resume, on your cover letter and in the interview and just present yourself as this person that, inherently is who you are this great amazing person that's what's going to help you also like move things along by like again like like you said with your skills and stuff up playing them right and saying all these things that you've done because a lot of us every single one of us has done amazing things we just don't know how to say it or we don't know what to say about it so for those that are having a hard time actually discovering what their purpose is because I know that's that's a major topic and it's I'm seeing more and more about that nowadays where people are really trying to find it because I think that the way society is going at least there's a huge chunk um, at least of this generation where they're just like okay I'm not down with the typical nine to five I don't want to be in the corporate life I don't want to be in a firm I want you know, more of a work-life balance. I want freedom. I want to actually enjoy what I'm doing, you know? Um, but it's hard to find that thing that really drives you. So like, yeah. what, what are some tools? Cause then I know there's the, um, I hope I'm not butchering the name. It's the Ikigai test. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was actually just going to bring that up. You, yeah, you could do that, right? The whole Ikigai thing where it's like you, you think about um, what you like to do, what you can get paid for. And I forgot what the other one is. 
what you can do, what you can get paid for. And then um, basically that will help you find your passions and your purpose, right? So that's one tool, right? Another thing that you can use if you don't really, like I say, know yourself, you can use a personality test. So you can always do that. And then usually they say like, okay, well, based on your personality, there's these other jobs that you can go into. So not not necessarily saying that that is you and this will always be you, but it, it kind of gives you a direction as to where you want to go, right? Okay. So you could always do that. And again, you can always just brainstorm. Like if you have somebody in your life that lives a life that you want, ask them what they do. Ask them what they do. And if you want to go into that kind of role, start making the steps to go towards it, right? So um, like let's say your your mom is a pharmacist, right? Maybe you don't want to be in pharmacy. You don't want to go back to school, but maybe you can work laterally and you can work as a receptionist for pharmacy, right? Or maybe you can be a delivery person that that would kind of still get you in the door, right? So thinking about people that are in your life that have the life that you want and actually asking them and, you know, being getting curious about all these things, even like celebrities, see what they've done or even just movies. Like maybe you watch the movie and you're like, wow, I really like what they're doing. Great. I love that, you know, like for Peter Parker, he's a journalist. I really want to be a journalist. I want to take pictures of cool things, right? So looking at everything, kind of everything encompassing your life and even just your everyday and thinking like, oh, that would be cool. I like that. I like that lifestyle. I like what they do, right? That That's going to help you like get into some kind of direction. And then again, if you don't know that direction, you can hire a coach that can kind of help you and guide you to that that direction and help you find that with you. So I don't know how true this is, but I've I've heard that when you're actually trying to discover your purpose or or the things that you truly like that align with you, it's usually tied to things that you like to do as a kid and not necessarily the exact activity, but something stemming from that. So like if you liked, I don't know, painting or whatever, then, okay, maybe you want to get more creative with your job Mm. or be able to express your creativity. Um, I don't really have more examples, but that's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. So here's what I want to riff on that about is that some people, when they think about finding their purpose, your job has to encompass your entire purpose. And it has to be like mm. that. It has to be that your job is the thing that's going to give you purpose and find meaningful work. That's not necessarily true all the time. So right. you can have work that you like to do, right? Maybe not like love, love, love it, but maybe you like to do it. And you can still have those childlike things that you do, right? Like for me, I like to sing. I'm never going to be a Broadway singer, okay? I'm not (laughs) a great singer, but I will still have that regardless or not, right? And I still love doing what I do. I still love talking to people and inspiring and, you know, helping people get through their problems. That's that's my whole thing. But singing does not necessarily have to be part of my career for me to still enjoy my life, right? So when you think about your work as your entire life and you're finding your entire purpose over your work, it just puts so much pressure on it. Like, oh, I'm never yeah. living my purpose, right? Well, what about all the other things? What about the hanging out with your friends? What about um, doing all these creative things on your own? Doing a puzzle, painting, right? Making music, all these things that you want to do. You can still do that, right? Your right. job can just be your job and you can still have your everything. I'm not saying that your job should be make you miserable. Absolutely not. <laughs> but you don't have to necessarily look at your job for to fill every single gap in your life. You you can still have a like a really colorful life by still doing those little things that helped you as, as a kid. So I think that's a great point because then you're actually just by doing that you're filling your life with so much more things that like mm-hmm. it feels great. Like you're not really dependent on other things or people to 
make you feel fulfilled or happy. It's just you're doing the things that just align with you, whether it's through your job or extracurriculars or just your hobbies. And I think that's something that a lot of we don't really think about because even myself, like I would look at, okay, well, I have to figure out what my purpose is through what I'm doing at work. Exactly. Yeah. I would never think about it like, okay, what else am I doing outside of work? And can that be tied to what my purpose is? Exactly, right? Because I, I think a lot of us, so we again, we put a lot of pressure on work because that's where we are most of the day. And if you don't like love everything that you're doing, like how are you supposed to like find, feel purposeful, right? And you can still feel purposeful in every single thing that you do. But again, adding color to your life by actually doing these things and living your life, right? Doing the things like maybe taking a day trip or walking along the beach, like uh, like randomly, right? Or yeah. spending time outside or doing doing any of those things, like even just like playing hopscotch. I think I did that like two weeks ago because I just, I saw it there <laughs> and there was a rock. So I played hopscotch with myself because I passed by a park, right? So even just doing those things that are going to like heal your inner child and make them really, really happy and supported, girl do those things right your job doesn't Mm -hmm. have to do that for you you can do that all on your own and your job can just supplement to the other side of things where that makes you happy and makes you feel more fulfilled in that sense yeah and that's something that I've I've started to develop so you know my work is my work but like even this podcast I, I love talking to people I love communicating I love being able to have deep meaningful conversations with people or help others and you know, this is just something I started as more of a hobby on the side. <laughs> like I'm just having fun with it right now. And it, but it does add to my life. Like it, it feels good. I love yeah. being able to talk with everyone and like just even the feedback that I get from people. It's, it's great. And sometimes like I'll hear it like, actually, you know what? This like this helped me like this particular thing that you said or your friend said. And that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's so great to hear that. Yeah, well, and I think also you're kind of made for this, Karina, like you're, you're so good at communicating with people, you love doing these things, and just hearing you and seeing you on this video, just like it, it does light you up, right? And this, this you. is your purpose, you love to do these things. And you're honestly, you're so, so great at it, even though you've just started. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, so yeah. I'm so excited. Like, and, and again, like from your hobbies and things that you do, especially like things like a podcast, or maybe you make little vlogs of your life or whatever. You never know how that's going to go, right? Your your podcast could be like at the top of the charts in a couple months if something goes viral, right? You never know what's going to happen. So like there's no harm in actually doing things that you love just to exactly. do it. Right? I think that we, we, we often limit ourselves as to how far we can really go. But you you never know. I think, you know, a lot of people that have started podcasts, you know, in the past, like it's just, you know, maybe they didn't expect it to blow up the way it did. Right. And, you know, they were just having fun and doing their thing, but they they put themselves out there. They took that step. But I think that's also important when it comes to career is like what you're saying, really go after the things that you want, have that list. Right. Yeah. Don't limit yourself. I think, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like, just like be so delusional. (laughs) <laughs> and and really just like that that's how I lived my entire life I'm so freaking delusional dude like I'm like I'm a millionaire I have a big mansion and, you know just being like really delusional and living in that in that sense right and thinking that you know honestly thinking that you're the shit thinking that you're so mm-hmm. great and knowing that the world gets to work with you instead of against you and right. taking your power back from that completely changes everything and also you never know how your life's gonna go right if you if you take one step forward 
you never know if it's going to be, you know, like going to completely change your life and you're going to get onto that side that you want to get on. You never know because if you don't take that step, you're either way, you're just going to be stuck in that place, right? So taking that step completely changes the, the game and honestly can really just change your life. But you never know if you don't do it, if you do anything, right? I always say like nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <Right? laughs> So if you do the same thing over and over again and expect something different, nothing's going to happen, right? Like exactly. You can manifest and have the greatest energy, but if you're not doing anything different, you're, you're not going to go anywhere, right? So it's about taking those actionable steps, even when you feel scared, even when you feel weird or you yeah. feel like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Oh, I don't know if today's the day. I don't know if I'm super confident today. I don't know if I feel good. I don't know if whatever, right? All those like limiting excuses about, what you should be doing just do do the damn thing feel a little bit better do the damn thing and then you're i promise you as you keep doing it you're going to prove to yourself that you can do it and you'll just feel better and better every single time yeah and i think that's one thing that's great about you also is you are holding people accountable you're just like you're going to give them a kick in the butt if they need it and i love that because you've definitely done that for me a few times and um it it helps i'll say that yeah, yeah I, I think and I think everybody needs that like I think everybody needs a little bit of someone to like not add pressure but just to be like hey do your thing do your thing it's okay go ahead like I'm gonna be here no matter what go go yeah. do your thing I got you it's gonna be okay right and I I love you not support to everyone and being like okay hey you're you're limiting yourself right now do the thing don't yeah. worry it's gonna be okay and guess what it always ends up being okay every single time right <laughs> we make it such a big thing in our heads but really it's not that bad it's never that bad no and the way you approach it honestly it's like you're giving the person that push that they need but you can tell that it comes from the most loving place because it's like you're still so nice but then you're like yo do this thing like let's go yeah because i'm not gonna like i'm not a drill sergeant i'm not gonna be like hey, right. do this right gun to your head you gotta do this right it's like sometimes people just need like loving empowerment and they need to feel like they can do it themselves right and I feel like for a lot of my coaching, I empower my my clients and the people that I've worked with to do it themselves, right? I'm I'm here to kind of direct you a little bit, but really all the work that you're doing in your career and everything that you're doing, that's all on you. Mm-hmm. And it's so amazing to see how everyone just kind of steps into that, steps into more themselves and like, yeah, I can do this, right? And just being just like it's like kind of like I put the training was on for them and then I'm taking it off and I'm holding their hand and then I'm letting go and they're yeah. doing their own thing. And it's just so rewarding to see and it's just so it's so nice to be that person to be like okay bye go go bike down the street now (laughs) so what do you do when because this is this is like a big one actually um you can be applying to I don't even know how many applications you might be sending out in a week or two weeks or a month whatever the case may be you're not always getting a call you're not hearing back from some of those places that you've applied so what's a way to kind of navigate through that or through the emotions or through the energy of that when you feel like you're applying you're applying and you're applying and you're not hearing anything back oh oh my goodness I love this so usually so when that happens it's I always think whenever I'm applying it's this job or something better every single time every single time I click that apply button every time I send out my resume it's this job or something better it's this or something better and you hold on to that vision of the thing that you like of the that wants list that entire wants list you had and hold on to it right but hold on to it in a way that makes you excited makes you happy right you don't want to hold on to it being like i need to have this thing 
you want to hold on to it and be like, I'm excited to have this. Whenever it comes, I'm excited to have that, right? And what I find is when we're in that state of like being so bogged down about things, sometimes you need to release that, right? Sometimes you need to get do a little cry. You need to, you know, get a little mad scribble in your journal, do whatever you have to release some of that energy, right? Look within and, and you know, like burn some of those feelings away. But right. um, the other thing that you can do is you can get your mind off of it, right? So get busy, do something, not social media or something, but like go for a walk or something. I, I find that once you're grounded with nature and you're actually out breathing fresh air in the sunlight, yeah. that always changes things. And what I do too is once, once I get out there, you feel a lot better already. And then once you come back, think about all the things right now in your life that you're grateful for. Because that has like gratefulness has such a high frequency. Mm-hmm. And it'll just bring you back up, right? So think of all the things you're grateful for, even if it's a, if you're in a shit job, right? Well, you know what? I'm really grateful that I work with Bob. He is great. He's my best friend. And he, he lights me up every single day. I love his jokes, right? Yeah. Or I'm really grateful that I have this mat under my feet when I'm standing all day so my feet don't hurt that bad. Or I'm really grateful for my commute to work because I'm able to like sing in the car a little bit longer, right? So. <laughs> being really grateful for those things kind of puts you back in that and also just thinking that like once you send something out that's all you have to do right like you you can send you send it out and of course you can do other things right you can you can network with people you can go on their linkedin and find the executive and be like hey just apply to your job um just want to let you know that i'm really excited to work for you if you decide to go with me blah blah like say saying all these things right you you can do that right but also becoming an energetic match for it by by you know feeling that you're feeling letting it all out, getting into a better state, being connected with nature a little bit, petting your dog or something, and then being really grateful for where you're at now. Because at every single point in your life, that could be the last moment that you're there, right? As much as like right now, you're kind of like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to get out of here. You're going to look back at that with fondness and being like, wow, like, I can't believe I was there. It's like, it's such a different mindset shift. And again, seeing the world in a more positive light, that's going to completely change everything for you. Even if you don't have what you have, right? It's believing the fact that you're still going to get that. That's what true manifestation yeah. is. Yeah. Or at least you'll, I guess you'll find something that gives you that feeling. Exactly. Right? Like that's, that's a big one. And mm-hmm. so then let's just say you're getting the calls, you get the job, but there's always that bit of like, I guess, those jitters that come up. Mm-hmm. And then you might start to question like, okay, you're familiar with where you are now, you know, it might be safe, maybe the pay is good, maybe, you know, you have your benefits. It's comfortable, right? Even though you're not, you're not happy, it's comfortable. <laughs> and then taking that leap into a new job, you, you know, you might have a lot to learn. And you have to get to know everyone, you know, it's a new set of coworkers and all that. Like, how do you deal with that, those jitters, or even taking the step to accept a job, because you actually might have that fear there? Hmm. Okay, I would say that just knowing that your fears are not real, that is one big thing that really changes things for me. I always think of my fears as this little nagging voice in my head. That's not me. It sounds like me. And it's like, you know those parrots that are, this yeah. is so, such a random tangent, but those parrots <laughs> that like mock you and they just yeah. say like, they're like, hello. And then you like, they'll mock your voice exactly, right? So I always think about that voice in my head that keeps telling me, you can't, you can't do this. No, it's scary. No, this sucks or whatever. That little voice that's so negative and that's always trying to bring me down, that's a little parrot, okay? And is this parrot really going to affect my life? No, it's not. It's just this yeah. random little bird that's there and it's just living it. It's living rent-free in my mind right now, right? 
And sometimes it squawks loud. Sometimes it really wants attention. And it's like, yeah. hey, all these things, because it's trying to protect you. Really, it loves you so much. You're the best owner it's ever had, <laughs> right? And <laughs> and it really wants to protect you. But really, knowing that those fears really aren't inherently true and changing the way that you think of things, right? So if you're scared about getting onto a new job because you're meeting new people and you're starting, you're starting a new position and you're, you don't really know what you're doing, think about like, okay, what are the exciting things I could learn, right? Changing that perspective and being like, oh, it's exciting to do this, right? Because our body doesn't know the difference between excitement and fear. It's the same feeling, right? Have yeah. you ever felt when you're excited, you're like kind of like jittery and your heart's racing yeah. and you're like, oh my, my nervousness, the butterflies. Yes. Yeah. Just so just think that I'm excited about this. I'm excited about this, this opportunity. It feels, it's going to feel the same, right? But just changing it, being like, I'm excited to make new friends. I'm excited to do these things, right? And also knowing that you're, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work out in your favor, right? A lot of yeah. us think like, you know, I'm scared to do this because it might fail. Like, but what if it doesn't though? What if it doesn't though? Play with that in your head. What if that thing that you want to do actually works out? What if you actually get all you want? Then what? Right? Exactly. So thinking I about think, it like that, it'll be, it changes everything. I think the right thing, it will feel, even if it feels scary, it'll still feel expansive. Exactly. No matter yeah. what. And it's, it's always scary to do all these things. Like I'm scared every day. Right. And this is for everybody, everybody that knows me, everybody that's listening, anyone that's going to be my future clients or anyone that works with me right now. I'm scared every day doing this stuff. Right. It's new for me to fully step in and be full time with my coaching. It's scary. I still get scared. Okay. All of us get scared. Right. It just, it just depends on how you deal with it and how you want to, do you want to stay scared? And do you want to stay in that like fear state where you're like, you're always worried. You're always feeling like something bad's going to happen. Or do you want to just feel that for a little bit and then move on? Right. And then think the yeah. best of things. That's, that's completely going to change everything. So you did something. I still remember the day when you told me and I was like, <laughs> you are a brave soul. You, you're just like, you know what? I'm not happy with this job right now. It's not aligned to where you're at. And you're like, I'm leaving my nine to five. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So for that, um, you know what? I, I felt like because I'm coaching and stuff, yeah. I, I can't be coaching and saying that, hey, guys, you have to find your aligned position. But I don't feel aligned. I don't feel like I this is fully what I want to do anymore. Right. And Honestly, it felt really disingenuous to do that yeah. and be like, you know, I'm telling everybody else, take the leap, take the leap, take the leap. But I'm not taking the leap because what? I wanted to be safe. I wanted to be secure. I wanted to have all these things. And I thought, no, 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 I can't. I can't do that. First of all, not only for everybody else, for everyone else right. that works with me and just to prove to everyone, it's also to prove to myself that, you know, everything's going to be okay. Everything is going to work out in your favor. And honestly, being in a place where I feel like so much better, I feel so much more expansive, not saying my last job wasn't was a bad job or anything, but I feel so much more fulfilled here doing the work that I do that it's just like night and day, all of the bad things that I think or all of these negative beliefs or all of these like ups and downs that I feel it's worth it because at the end of the day, I get to do what I do. Right. Exactly. And that's kind of, yeah, that's exactly what I want everyone else to feel like when you're at your job or you know, when you're in like a company or something that you really love and you feel that like, oh, I like doing this, right? This feels good. It feels better than where you're at. My job is done. You know, that's, yeah. that's where you want to be at. You want to feel like it's better. And again, it doesn't have to encompass your entire life. It doesn't have to be like the biggest, baddest thing ever that you do. And it's like the, the craziest thing that's going to change your entire life. 
you can still find fulfillment everywhere else but also just having that support from your job and being able to like that Mm -hmm. completely changes your life in a positive way and I think like I said I still think it was so brave of you because at one point that was a job that you wanted Mm -hmm. you did want that and you got very (laughs) close to the list that you had made for yourself at one point I did, and yeah. then you you did the thing and then you're like okay like it served its purpose onto something else and I think you you went into that very gracefully you like you accepted that okay this is no longer it I'm gonna go do the thing that I want to do and I mean obviously from an outside perspective it might be like oh you're so brave like it was you know it seemed like you just flowed into it but of course you had some stuff come up to, you know resistance the fear and I just think that the way you went about it, though, and just like, it seems like you just surrendered to it. Like, okay, this is this is it. This is what I'm feeling called to do. And you trusted yourself and you did it. Yeah. Oh, thanks for saying that. Um, <laughs> that is not exactly how I felt at all. It was not graceful. Everybody, like, it is not, it is not easy <laughs> to, to choose to do something different, right? Doing yeah. that, that first initial shift in your mind to do something different is not an easy choice to make, right? Because you weigh out all your options, right? Like, is, am I going to have the same benefits? Am I going to get paid the same? Am I going to do this and that? And this was good about the job. And you kind of get these, like, breakup goggles, right? Where you're like, oh, but this was so good about the job. But really, look at it. Look, look at your list of your pros and cons. Look at all the cons you had. It's mm-hmm. still that still exists within all the things that you're thinking about, right? And I think for me, it's also yeah, taking the chance on myself and trusting in myself and knowing that regardless or not what I do, it's it's again this or something better. It's something like it's it's gonna be expansive. It's gonna change me. And regardless or not, I'm doing what I've, call, I've been called to do, right? I I feel like that like that gut feeling or that like intuitive push to like you should just go in all in all in on this right yeah and it wasn't a strong pull I will say it was a it was a little bit more than I wanted to say just a little bit more okay and I think Mm. everyone wants to think like you have to feel 100% in order to leave something or in order to do make the next step it was just the smallest amount like it was 51% more like 51% over the 100% right so just that what like two percent more than what I wanted to stay at and that was enough for me to leave because of the fact that it just it just first of all it just feels better and also like you're always going to doubt yourself no matter what you're never going to feel 100% ready for things so why not just take the leap why not just do the thing that you want to do and see what happens like what like what's the worst that can happen right like it's nothing nothing is gonna go that wrong for you because things don't go wrong for you and you just think that things don't go wrong for me everything goes right for me and that completely changes everything yeah exactly because like you said when one thing is not necessarily happening it's just because there's something else that's so much better you just probably don't even realize it exactly right and like a lot of times we hold ourselves back from that from feeling that feeling of like something better because we're Mm -hmm. always worried about like what can't happen but like again what could happen what could happen from this Maybe you find like the love of your life or you have like a really cool best friend from this or your mentor is amazing and you end up working for them, right? You never know what's going to happen in your life and staying close to all those opportunities keeps you in that feeling where you feel like so stuck or you feel like, oh, something's missing, right? So making steps forward in a sense and again, being, being very like you can still be reasonable with this stuff, but also being very delusional and being very like... <laughs> You know, I, I want something better in my life. I yeah. expect something better and it's going to happen for me. Yeah. 
No, that's, I think that's, that's a really key point that you made is that you don't have to feel a hundred percent that it's getting, sometimes it might be, you know, something that's nagging at you, but sometimes like, like, you know, just like we said, it, it could just be a little bit more than you wanting to stay. And I think that's also where a lot of people get into self-doubt. They kind of doubt themselves when it's not a strong feeling. Yeah always right and I think we all look for that like we look for that strong feeling or that strong pull but like what if it's just a little bit more right and then what if you lean, lean into that right and I think all of us we, we wait for also our confidence to be at the right level right mm-hmm. we wait for us to all feel super good I need to be super flowy to do this thing like what if you did the thing and it made you feel better what about that right what about yeah. on the other side of things right like I know even in my day-to-day I, re- I avoid doing things even though I know it'll be more expensive for me because of the fact I'm just scared. I'm just scared for something to go wrong. I'm scared of rejection. I'm scared of X, Y, and Z. But realistically, by not giving myself those opportunities, I am closing myself to all these good things. And just by doing that, you're proving to yourself that, first of all, you're not worth that much. You're not yeah. worth any more than you are right now. You're just going to be stuck there. And also, like by doing the things, it proves to you yourself that you can handle it. You can do the things. And you are worth that, right? And and at the end of the day, that's really where, where you want to be, where you're at a point where your self-worth feels a lot better than where it is. Right. Yeah. And I think that also maybe ties into my next question. <laughs> Hit me. Salary negotiations. That's um, That's a big one. And I think, you know, it tends to maybe affect people more on an entry level or it affects a lot of women. Right. I notice a lot that as women, we tend to not speak up or ask for more mm-hmm. when we can do that. And it, it could even work out for us, but we tend to feel a bit more afraid of doing that yeah. or that we might not deserve it. Whereas I know men don't seemingly have as much of a hard time with asking that. They'll just put that on the table. Exactly right. So I think in in those situations, it's for so all in all to make salary negotiations like the easiest thing possible. Just make sure that you're really sure of your worth, right? So I'm by by saying that I'm not saying that like oh you're you're only worth five thousand dollars. No, no, no. I'm saying that you wanna you wanna see everything that you've done previously, right? So what I would say again, I'm a big kind of list. So make a list of all the things that you've done. In the past year, all of these accomplishments that you have, get gas yourself up, right? Yeah. And when you, when it comes to you know getting that raise or asking for more money, again, just do it and then see what happens, right? Do it and do it confidently. And even if you have to fake that confidence in the beginning, just do it because once you step into that, you'll become that, right? So mm. take the action and then you'll change, and then things will feel a little bit different, right? So when it comes to salary negotiations, the easiest way that you can do it is when you first. Um, if, if you haven't done it already, like let's say you're in a job right now, right? When you first start the job, um, you will make a list of all the things that you've done, okay? Right. Make a whole list of all the things that you do in the beginning of your job. Then a year after when you have your review, make a list of everything that you've done on top of that, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you can present this to that person, right? So in, in the beginning, um, when, when you first get the job, and you're, you're negotiating salary and everything. Just go really hard. Just go really big, right? If they meet you in the middle, they meet you in the middle, right? Again, say it with confidence. If you don't get that, then it's not the end of the world. You can still get it. It just takes a little bit of time until you get your review or if you get the courage to ask that, 
So right. make a list of what you've done. Make, make a list of the new tasks that you've done and then present it to them. Hey, this is what I've done. I deserve a raise. Period. I deserve a raise. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you do deserve it. And knowing that no money, like no amount of money is going to give you your worth. Right. No matter right. what, you are worth so much like in your weight in gold or whatever it is. Right. But knowing that and having that tool in your back pocket to be like, hey, this is what I've done. More money, please. Right. And again, knowing that if that if if you still don't get that position, like get, get that raise or anything like that. It's not inherently your fault either that you weren't you weren't that confident presenting it, or that this company is not the right company for you, and it's not aligned right. to your values anymore, right? So knowing that, and knowing that, okay, maybe I have to make a shift, and knowing that that's okay too, right? So I would say, like in the beginning when you're doing salary negotiations, just be super bold with what you do, right? Like let's say tack on another twenty twenty k than what you when than what you want, right? Yeah. And have that bigger number in your head and say that confidently, practice in the mirror, do all these things. So when you're saying it to them, it sounds better. They usually meet you somewhere in the middle of where they want to be and where you're at. So either way, you get, you get an increase no matter what. And then having the tools to raise your money later on, that's going to really change it for you if you aren't in that state where you're ready to receive that, that amount of money. Yeah. That's interesting. And I still, it, is, <laughs> it is a very... Maybe not a touchy subject, but it is something yeah. that's it's, it's difficult, like mm-hmm. going into because I can even think of it, you know, even just like placing myself in the situation, like mentally, it makes me feel like, oh, my God. <laughs> you know, then, how am I so gonna... if, if you can't do it, then just pretend you're somebody else that can. <laughs> that's what I always do. That, that's the biggest thing that like if I feel like I can't do something, I'm just going to pretend that I'm someone that can. I'm going to pretend I'm that version of myself that's like 35 or I'm going to pretend that I'm freaking like Beyonce or someone and that I'm I'm lowballing myself by saying this number but mm. I'm just going to say it to you you know like pretend you're somebody else and in, envelop that personality someone that you look up to someone that's really confident take all that in and again just pretend just pretend and the more that you pretend the more that you do it the more confident you're going to get and I think that's part of being the, the creator of your life. Also, that that's just a great tool of the things that you want. Be the person that has those things. Even if you don't have those physical things yet, yeah. just embody what it is to be that person, what that person feels like, how that person acts, how that person behaves, how they speak. I think that's a very, I mean, just in any area of your life, I think that's a key thing to do. Exactly, yeah. And I think I think just... By doing that, even though you feel it's going to feel kind of weird in the beginning, obviously, because you're like, oh, well, that's them and this is me. But soon you'll see that that person that you're looking up to, that those parts are in you because like that, that is you. Right. And it starts to that gap gets smaller and smaller. Mm. And that person ends up being you and you feel, again, more authentic because you are you and them at the same time. Right. And you feel that that like rush of confidence. You have all these things. And then later on, you can just bet on yourself. And you don't have to bet on anybody else. And that weird persona that you've made, it's just you, right? So you want to, if you want to say it like this, I don't know if it sounds all like woo, -woo, but like, it's kind of just like you're like trying to tap into like your future self, you know, Exactly. because that's where you want to go. So why not just be that person now and like attract things to you? Exactly. Right. And again, if you can't picture your future self, picture somebody else's future self that you like. And then that person, again, will merge into you and you will actually envelop those qualities of that person and then once you're at that point then you're freaking unstoppable right? you're yourself but you feel so much better more confident you can do the things that you want to do and you can do the damn thing 
as this new version of yourself, right? But mm -hmm. if you have that gap, you can't, you don't know where yourself is, somebody else, somebody else that's super cool. Like, again, my inner Beyonce, my inner Rihanna, I'm going to be her when I'm salary negotiating, right? <laughs> I'm going to be that. I don't give a fuck. I don't really care. You guys owe me, you know, I'm lowballing myself kind of thing. So envelop that. And then again, you'll, it'll start to level out sooner than you think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it helps? Um, because I've read this, um, or I've heard this idea of like having a North Star, basically someone that you kind of idolize or you 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 admire what they what they're doing, or you think that they are killing it in their area, and yeah. you want to be able to not necessarily kill it in their area, but you want to be able to do that for yourself and whatever you want to do. So you yeah, might look at like the characteristics they have, their methods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly, I think that I think it's important to have a North Star and kind of like know your purpose. But again, if you don't, what would it be like if you did? <laughs> That's what mm. I always say. Because sometimes people are like, well, I can't find my purpose. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want. Okay, but what would it feel like if you did? Then what would you do? Then what would you want to do? Who would you want to be like kind of thing, right? So um, I, I would say doing that, like there's, there's two different things that can happen, right? You can either Want, want to be like that person and do everything to be like that person or you could see the gap and it might be too much and you might be like I can't ever be like that person and it kind of bogs you down right yeah. so choosing someone that is at a point that you feel kind of connected to like either someone that's within your same age range or someone that is in your same city or whatnot finding someone like that that's an easier north star and again you can always upgrade your north star you're gonna hit that point at one point and then upgrade and then hit it again and then upgrade and then hit it again right so it's never gonna be something that's set in stone right I can I can think I want to be like Beyonce every single day of my life but there'll be someone bigger than Beyonce once I get to that level that I can choose to be like that and then again yeah. level up with that yeah and I think you know one thing I wanted to mention is that sometimes we, we tend to forget to appreciate where we are mm -hmm. um, because you know we're in this moment, we're like, okay, well, this is not what I want anymore. You know, I'm not, I'm not too happy or, you know, it's not feeling right. But at one point, a past version of yourself had wanted this yeah. and you achieved it. So why not, you know, put that in, into perspective as to like, okay, well, I wanted this and I got it. So whatever I want now, I can get to it. Exactly. You yeah. Prove it to yourself that you've done it. Yes. Oh my God. I love that you said that because I think that, I think that's so powerful to be able to say that too. And to know that like, I've done it before I can do it again. Not only that, but also like, I did like these parts of the job before, right? If anything, any of those have changed, I can find more things that I like and just staying in that, like, again, sense of like gratitude and being like, oh, this is great. Even though it doesn't look great, right? Maybe, maybe the only thing that you like is that your your mouse is ergonomic or something or you like your pen that you use at work or something so small but you know <laughs> feeling grateful at those like little tiny little moments that's going to get you again in the right state to actually receive the things that you want to receive and of course you're not thinking like oh i'm going to stay here forever because of these small moments no no no. don't don't go back to it but also being grateful for your where you're at will help you propel you to the next thing because once you get that next thing you'll feel the gratefulness come in right mm -hmm. so it's again like priming yourself to feel those feelings yeah, yeah, you can 100% feel grateful in advance. Like, I don't think. And you know what? Even even then, like, it feels good to be feel grateful. Like, you, you, <laughs> it's a good feeling. Like, so just like, why not? Exactly, right. And it's like, it's not gonna harm you for feeling grateful. Like, you're never gonna be like, 
oh, I'm so thankful for my house. Like you're never going to think that. <laughs> you're, it's always going to feel good. And the more that you do it, even if you can't find anything in the beginning, the more that you do it, the more you'll add to it. Like I started doing this recently because I've been in kind of like a little funk, but I, I had a list of gratefulness things. I only had three. I only wrote three the first day. And I was like, oh my God, this is okay, whatever. I'm grateful for three things. And I focus on those three things. And then the next day I wrote five down. The next day I wrote a whole page down. The next day I was like, oh, I don't have enough time to write all this down, right? And it just keeps mm-hmm. growing from there. So the more that you like use that muscle and everything that you do, it, com- it, like, it changes everything and also helps you see things a little bit differently and get into that thing. Because gratefulness is like, it's like working out at the gym, right? You gotta, you gotta practice it. If you stop doing it, then you, you're not gonna be as strong the next time, right? So just continuously doing that and having consistency, thinking yeah. about things that you're grateful for, that's really gonna make things a lot easier for you to do that. And also it just like, again, puts you in a better state. Like who doesn't yeah. wanna be grateful? Exactly. And you're, I mean, you're training your brain just like you're training any muscle, right? It's, mm-hmm. Our brains are, we're, um, they're basically more prone to thinking negatively, yeah. I guess as a protective mechanism. I'm not, I don't know about the science behind it, but I just know that's the case. So yes, thinking of things actually working out for you, being optimistic, being grateful, those are things that you have to practice. Yeah, It's not just going to click. It's not... <laughs> not easy you know even though it sounds very simple it's it's not easy at first but the more you do it and it's okay if you can find even like five minutes of your day to be feel a bit of great gratefulness for something yeah or just a, a bit of that happy emotion of joy whatever cool give yourself that five minutes for that day and then you know it'll slowly increase exactly yeah and I think again it's something you just need to keep practicing over and over and over again and even when it doesn't feel like I can't think of anything, even just that one thing that you can think about, even yeah. just like a couple things, right? And again, it'll grow throughout your day. You don't have to write all day long about things you're grateful for, right? But just even just thinking like, oh, wow, I really like the weather today, or I really like the socks that I'm wearing, or something, something random like that. Those little things are going to add up. And again, you start to see the world in a more positive light. And then things start to come to you more positively, because you're not thinking like, the world's going to end when I'm doing something, it's going to be yeah. like, no, the world works in my favor. Things happen good for me. Things are good for me. So when do you think or do you think even like having a moment of a pause is important? Like even like throughout this whole process of trying to figure out what you want to do and looking for that job or, you know, during your application process, or your interviewing process, like when is it when you're fe- when someone's feeling overwhelmed or even though they might have that energy to process out and really sit with those emotions and like mm-hmm. to just have less resistance. So when is it important to have that moment of just like, okay, I think I need to pause and have a breather. Yeah. Cause it can get overwhelming when you're looking for a job. Right. It's, it's almost like looking for a job is a job in itself <laughs> almost. Yeah, honestly. So what I would say is that once you get to that point where you feel like very overwhelmed and like everyone knows that right? your heart quickens, you feel like your mind is buzzing and you can't get to shut up. When you feel those moments, just stop what you're doing, right? Stay like, stay with that, right? Do your thing, right? Maybe stay within that for like 30 minutes, put a timer for 30 minutes. This is the key. Put a timer on 30 minutes, an hour, just that long, the max an hour. Feel okay. those feelings, cry it out, do your things, get in your mind and be like, oh no, what is going to happen? Blah, blah. And think about all these like, these scenarios that could happen, right? And then after that, after that hour is up, that timer goes off, then think, okay, are these things that I'm thinking inherently true? Is it true that I'm never going to get a good job? Is it, is it true that job searching is hard? 
is it true that nobody's going to ever interview me? Is it true that this, and then you'll start to like have a list of beliefs that you, that you now think, right? That, okay, this isn't true. Okay. So what could be more true, right? So Mm -hmm. it's taking the time to, of course, honor yourself and have that time for yourself, but also making sure that you're getting out of that, right? So saying what, what could be more true having all those listed out and then do something to get your mind off of it, right? Like go outside for a short walk. And then after, once you come back from that, do the thing, right? That's the thing that people think, right? Like that's what you get stuck at because you're like, okay, I kind of feel a little bit better, but I don't feel hundred percent, so I can't do it, right? So just do the thing, right? You feel a little bit better, do the thing, right? And if it happens again, do it again. But the thing is you don't want to get stuck in the, I don't want to do anything, because of the fact yeah. that um, I don't feel super good or, uh, you know, I, I just can't do it today. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Like that, that's going to keep you stuck, right? Just keep moving forward. Even if it's the smallest steps, do the smallest things, do the thing that you have to do at least like once a day and you'll be fine. It's, it's also, and also thinking to yourself, this is a hack that I tell everybody, thinking to yourself, this gets to be easy for me. Getting a job gets to be easy. Doing interviews gets to be easy. This is easy. This is super easy for me to do. Yeah, And just priming yourself and saying that even if it feels weird, saying this is easy, that completely changes the way you think of things. And it also just makes it easier to manage, right? You don't get as overwhelmed because it's, it's easy, right? Everything's easy. It's easy to get a raise. <laughs> it's easy to do these things. It's easy to make more money, right? Just, just by saying that, it just makes it feel better. Yeah. So, and would you say that in majority of the cases where someone feels like it's not working out, is that usually a result of self-sabotage? always it's always it's that yeah. it's that little parrot i was talking about yeah. saying these things to you and it's just squawking really loud because you left this cage open right you gotta mm. close the cage on it and you gotta just remember that's not you that's not really what you think that's yeah. just your parrot trying to keep you safe for god knows what i don't know we don't we don't know its intentions it's kind of weird right yeah. but it's it's also <laughs> just knowing that that's not really your thoughts that's not really who you inherently are and just re- like just removing yourself from that being like okay parrot you can keep talking but i'm gonna keep doing my thing because i right. know i'm worth it right yeah. what i do is worth it for me and by showing yourself that that parrot's gonna stop talking you're gonna close the door on it and it's gonna be in a different mm-hmm. room it's not as loud yeah and i think <laughs> this is something i i actually picked up in qsa also um because you know parrot ego is yeah. it's all there right so it's yeah. like you know your ego is gonna be telling you a bunch of shit and it's it's not it's not necessarily smart it's just trying to keep you safe right Mm-hmm. It's not in helping you in ways to actually have you progress. It's just keeping you tied to what's familiar because that's where yes. it's safety net is, right? But then um, I can't remember who it was, but they're like, I talk to my ego and I give it back some sassiness. Like, who the hell do you think you're talking to? <laughs> like, no, we're not doing that. We're not listening to this. We're not, we're not thinking this about ourselves, you know? And I think that, it might sound crazy, but it's really not like you need you talk to yourself anyways, like every exactly. day. Like, you hear yourself all the time. So you might as well like you need to know what you're telling yourself. Exactly. Right. And it's I love that idea of like just talking back to it and be like, no, screw you. Like, no, I yeah. deserve this. And then just doing the thing. Right. That That's the biggest thing is like, yeah, talking to it, like also getting out of your head and making sure that you're not always talking and being like, hey, don't don't do this. Blah, blah. Right. Also it feeds on the attention that you give it, right? Mm-hmm. So by ignoring it, like, yeah, talk to me, like, hey, shut up. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And have it yell at you, but just be like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to like treat myself. I'm going to 
apply to that job. I'm going to, I'm going to practice on my interview skills. I'm going to do the things right. Yeah. And by doing that, it's going to make it, even if it is saying it's stuff, it doesn't, it's not going to matter anymore. And that's exactly right. what you want to be at. And you're, well, I think also by taking steps and like actionable steps that you're doing, right. you're also giving it evidence to see that like, okay, well, I'm doing all of these things, which can only help me. So, <laughs> so yeah. So like, what are they saying? It doesn't even make any sense anymore. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so that that's the whole thing. Just do the damn thing. Like you, you said it before. I've said it so many times, do the thing. Right. And don't stay in that place where you're in your head so much. Just do the actionable thing because that is what's going to propel you forward. And just even if it's scary, do it anyways. Do it super scared, right? Do it when you don't feel like amazing. You don't have to feel like 100% every single day. But just doing that thing is going to prove yourself, hey, I'm worth it. And I can get that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Joyzee. I think that you dropped a lot of gems here. <laughs> um a lot of useful tips some i learned some stuff on this call too like i did not <laughs> um but i think that this is going to be great for people listening and a lot of us do feel stuck and i think like i said as we get older like you know even as we like hit our 30s mid 30s 40s yeah. like sometimes you're just like yeah, i don't like this job and i need i need to change and like our age might hold us back but why not make them great years like you're the creative of your life right like you can get out of it and get into something else but like you have x number of years off to work right like mm -hmm. you might exactly. as well do what you can and make it enjoyable literally and like worst case scenario you go back into the same industry and that's fine too right like there's always an option just do something different for once see where that takes you and then again you always have a backbone you you got this you always got yourself right and yeah it's I, I want to just say this is it's safe to be you and it's safe to want the things that you want and it's safe to want more for that and to want to pivot and stuff. And it's mm -hmm. going to be okay because everything works in your favor and everything is easy for you. That is so beautifully said. Like I can't <laughs> think of a better way to, to end that. <laughs> Thank you for that. I don't have to do any closing. You did it. <laughs> well, thanks for having me, Karina. I really loved talking to you as always. and. Yeah, for everyone else, you know where to find me, Coach Joycey on Instagram and on TikTok. Yes, I will put your info in the episode description. Um, I will definitely share your content as well because I, like I said, I've seen the work that you've done and I've done some work with you. You know your stuff. Uh, you're doing <laughs> your thing. And I really think that is great that you're out here trying to help people with something that is so huge and monumental in their lives. And you're doing a great job. Thanks. thanks girl so are you i am I honestly <laughs> so honored to be here and thanks again for having me thank you okay thank you joyzy for joining us on this episode it was a pleasure and so many gems were dropped on this one and i hope everyone found it insightful i hope you're able to get some tips and tools out of it um once again check out joyzy's profile she has many services available to help you really find that job that you're looking for. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and catch you next time.